Hello, I'm Dr. Jim Taylor, and welcome to episode 20 of my Crisis to Opportunity podcast. This episode is the final four in which I explore how your investment in a crisis determines whether you respond positively or negatively to it. The topic for this episode is short-term to long game. When a crisis strikes, we're wired to focus on its short-term consequences. Back when we were cave people, crises were immediate and required an urgent response. Back then, concentrating on the threat directly before us was essential for our survival. Unfortunately, this narrow and in-the-moment focus doesn't serve us well for many of the current crises because they're often complex and unfold well into the future with no instantaneous response that will resolve the crisis. The short-term impact of a crisis is unsettling psychologically and emotionally, to be sure, and causes significant disruption in our lives. It's easy to be consumed by the shock of the experience and react much as our primitive ancestors did. Additionally, if we are overly focused on the immediate repercussions and react instinctively, we don't take the time to consider its long-term implications or explore the different options of how to respond that may produce a more desirable outcome. Let me expand on the stock market metaphor that I introduced in earlier episodes to further illustrate the problems with a short-term investment following a crisis. Day traders are people who play the stock market, meaning they engage in frequent and short-term trading looking for immediate returns on their investments. The idea is to understand a stock and time the market accurately so that they can buy the stock, its price goes up, and they can sell it for a profit. All this occurs within a matter of days, hours, or even minutes. Sounds like a winning formula for making a lot of money in a short time, doesn't it? Except it isn't. Research has shown that 80% of day traders lose money, and only 1% are reliably profitable because of the uncertainty and unpredictability of market forces, as well as the lack of information that could lead to good trading decisions. Not to mention their egos, cognitive biases, and emotions that distort thinking and interfere with their ability to think rationally. When it comes to responding to a crisis, this same approach will have a similar success rate with even more dire consequences. Focusing on short-term concerns and looking for short-term solutions may produce immediate benefits without regard to long-term ramifications of the crisis. As an example, let's return to the Great Recession. Withdrawing money from your investment portfolio to prevent further losses following the financial collapse that led to the Great Recession protected people against additional losses in a depressed and volatile stock market. At the same time, it ignored the historical fact that the stock market always returns and surpasses its pre-crisis level. Such knee-jerk reactions are more reflexive than reflective, meaning they're often driven by our amygdala and its accompanying primitive instincts, emotions, and reactions. Moreover, a singular focus on short-term gains ignores long-term considerations related to the causes and effects of a crisis. The net result of a short-term investment during a crisis is to perhaps ease its immediate consequences while unintentionally creating the possibility of more severe and longer-lasting consequences in the future. In contrast, deliberate responses are made by our cerebral cortex and benefit from its ability to gather and synthesize solid information and weigh both the immediate and long-term effects of our actions. Based on this measured thought process, we're able to make more sound judgments in response to the crisis. Now, there's no doubt that some attention must be paid to the short-term impact of a crisis on your life. There may very well be steps you can take to mitigate the immediate effects of the crisis. 
The downside is that when you are driven by short-term needs without consideration of future impact of your actions, you develop an expectation of finding an immediate and successful solution to the crisis, which can lead to overinvestment and disappointment. Let me return once more to the stock market metaphor to help demonstrate the power of the long game in approaching a crisis. If you look at one bad day in the stock market, you would see, say, a drop of 500 points on the Dow Jones Industrial Average or an extended market decline, such as in the 2000 to 2002 years when the Nasdaq Composite dropped 78%. Based on this information, you would likely conclude that investing in the stock market is a really bad idea. Further, if you already have money in the stock market, you may want to pull your money out right away. Similarly, if you have a crisis strike you, your natural tendency is to act immediately and try to resolve it as quickly as possible. Again, as I've said many times throughout this podcast, what worked as cave people probably won't work in the 20th century. In both cases, you're relying on a short-term perspective, limited information, and a primitive response that will likely result in a poor response and unwanted outcome to the crisis. Now, if you step back from that stock market chart and look at it over the last nearly 100 years, you see a jagged line with many ups and downs, some in fact with very long and dramatic declines, such as 1966 to 1982. More importantly, you distance yourself from the bad days, weeks, months, or even years, and can see that the jagged line progresses steadily upward. From this long-term perspective, putting your money in the stock market and keeping it there during downswings is a very good investment. Similarly, you want to step back from the immediacy and intensity of a crisis in much the same way. When you think of a long-term perspective on a crisis, you give yourself the time to shift the power from your amygdala to your cerebral cortex, thus avoiding rash and ill-advised reactions. You give yourself time to gather relevant information and the necessary resources. You allow yourself to engage in a deep and expansive analysis of the crisis. In the end, you enable yourself to take everything you've processed and turn it into a well-thought-out and detailed plan for addressing the crisis in the most effective way possible. I want you to take a few very important lessons away from this series of episodes about confronting a crisis. First, let go of overinvestment in setting expectations for immediate action and results. Second, determine your long-term needs and use them to set goals. Third, develop a plan that takes into consideration your long-term needs and goals and is aimed at surmounting the crisis. Finally, a key takeaway is don't be quick to judge your progress toward resolving the crisis simply based on how things are going most recently. Remind yourself that the stock market has its ups and downs, but overall it's heading in the right direction. Similarly, look at the general direction of your efforts to combat the crisis over an extended period. This emphasis on the long game will keep you motivated, positive, and calm even on your worst days of a crisis. In turn, this approach will increase your chances of reaching a satisfactory resolution. I'm Dr. Jim Taylor, and thanks for listening to Episode 20 of Crisis to Opportunity. And be on the lookout for Episode 21 in the near future.